Yo, y'all, what's up? Happy Sunday. I hope you're all having a great, restful day. Um, we are here to talk about anime. Welcome to the Sauce Pot Anime Podcast. Um, I'm Stacey RPG here, and yeah, I'm going to introduce everybody. First, we have Gail. What is up, everybody? Ready to talk about some shonen this week. We got Demon Slayer, Dragon Ball, JJK, a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm very excited about this one. Gail is always excited. We love it. Hey Amen. <laughs> it's anime. Week... I'm always ready for anime. It's always, always <laughs> a good thing. Gail's just, you know, he leaping with joy. It's so funny. And next we have Joker. Good morning, everyone. Maybe not as high energy as Gail is, but I'm definitely here to talk about anime. <laughs> we all love talking about anime. And then we have Iz. Hello, how's it going, guys? It's uh, it's a wonderful evening we're all having today, and uh, hope you guys are enjoying the content we are bringing, especially about anime. Heck yeah! So, guys, we have a few topics to talk to talk about, but I want to first go a little bit offhand and talk about what everyone is currently watching or what they finished uh, recently. So, Gail, uh, do you want to share? Yeah, I mean, of course, if you've been seeing the Five Nine Animanga channel recently, I have been picking up My Dress Up Darling, which has been phenomenal so far. Um, it has been in my top three consistently every week. It's even breached the second place spot over like Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer. Um, I've been really enjoying it. Um, the first three episodes were kind of, I wouldn't say rough, but a, a bit more generic. But I think ever since episode four, they've absolutely nailed it. Uh, Cloverworks really know where the money is in that uh, anime, I will say that for sure. Um, really enjoying it, highly recommend it if you're interested in a more slice of life slash rom-com genre uh, show that you want to pick up. And of course, you know, I know spring season is filled with those, but if you want something to pick up over then, um, this is the one. Definitely really, really recommend it. Yeah, no, I've heard everyone talk about this anime. like. Seriously, everybody. So it is definitely one I'm going to have to pick up, like, no joke. Um, I know that it's only like seven-ish episodes right now. There's only going to be 12 this season, I yes, think. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not like a big fan of slice of life rom-coms, but um, I don't know. I feel like I have to pick this up. Um, what about you, Joker? What have you been watching or what have you finished lately? Um, well, with Gail, I've been also week to week on My Dress Up Darling. And I've also been keeping up with the second season of Ari Ferretta and the second season of the How Realist Rebuilt the Kingdom. And then it's kind of like half brother spinoff of the Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt. Uh, that's pretty much the big ones that I've been watching. Oh, in the and in the Land of Ladale. So... Those are keeping me busy, but I also agree that My Dress Up Darling is probably one of the best shows this season, and Stacey, you, you should probably start that. Yeah, no, I will. I totally will. Um, have you finished any anime recently? Uh, no, just just the one we're going to talk about today. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> uh, what about you, Iz? Okay, so let me start off by saying it's going to be the same thing as... Uh... Gail and Ice, where I've also been keeping up with my dress, my dress up darling. Um, that's definitely like a top hit for this season. There's also um, same thing with actually Joker as well, where I've been keeping up with the uh, Lay of the Land, uh, Land of the Laydell. Um, I've been watching that. That's keeping me pretty busy. And then 
surprisingly enough, um, I actually picked up Q. It's I've never really watched like a animation, like an anime about like idols essentially, but I picked it up and you know it's actually not that bad. I've been you know liking, I've been liking the music, liking the vibes coming from this anime. Been watching that Orient, and then um, Sabikui Bisco, and then obviously because my one of my favorite game um, developers made an anime. Uh, tribe nine i've been keeping up with that as well so that's some of the animes i've been keeping up with there's just a lot more i have but i don't want to keep on uh, rambling off for more than necessary what anime developer is that that you're talking about that's your fate uh for tribe nine it's the game developer um the studio that brought danganronpa um okay. they made yeah they made uh the creator danganronpa made an anime called tribe nine which essentially is gang is like gang wars but with baseball so what the yeah. heck <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, the weirdest combination i've heard in time to be yeah honest. oh my god that sounds Yo. so weird but it sounds like kind of interesting um well for me i'm watching like a lot of stuff um well first i'll start off with the anime i finished recently i recently finished yu yu hakusho i finally finished it and <laughs> i liked it, it? Yeah, I just finished it, like, a few oh, days geez. ago. Um, I, I mean, I really liked it, but the stuff after the Dark Tournament arc was really... I don't know, it was really slow. I wasn't, like, a big fan of it. I mean, um, what is that? Sensui? I mean, his arc was, like, pretty good, but then another tournament after that, I was just like, bro, I'm sick of these all, all these tournaments. Like, <laughs> can we have something happen? But that last episode with um yusuke and his girl and all that i i really like that so um it ended pretty well but i don't know it kind of dragged on longer than i thought it should have um but it was still good not uh, not saying i don't like it who was your best boy in the in the main four um i would have to say uh kurama i like him i like him the most probably okay. um i don't know i yusuke Yusuke is cool too. I like Yusuke. He's probably a second, uh, then Kurabara, and then probably Hiei. Like, no Hiei one gives just... Hiei any love. Oh, no, man. people give Hiei so much love. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, I was about to say, bro. Hiei is like probably the one that people love the most, arguably. Yeah, like, he's the fave. <laughs> he, he is the fave, like, all the time. People say that he's the favorite character of Yu Yu Hakusho, like, all the time. So I'm hanging out with the wrong crowd then, because they all never mention Hiei. What? It's always yeah. Kurama. Really? I don't yeah. know. People never really mention Kurama from what I know. Um, or, like, anybody else. It's always Hiei, to be honest. But, like, Hiei... My thing with Hiei was just... He's just so stale. Like, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. You know how, like, in Levi in Attack on Titan, like, he's a stale character sometimes. But he has, like, some funny moments, some caring moments, you know, that... I just feel like with Hiei, he just, like, there wasn't really much character development. Like, sure, he started caring for Yusuke and the other characters, but it was just, like, I don't know. I, I didn't really like him as much as the other ones. Um, but didn't doesn't mean that I didn't like him, period. <laughs> so, yeah, I finished that recently. And I think I finished another one, but I do not remember. But, yeah, currently watching weekly One Piece... Attack on Titan, um, 
and uh, Ranking of Kings. I finally uh, caught up to Ranking of Kings today, and so I am watching that weekly, and that is still really, really freaking good, and everyone needs to watch it. Big fan of it. <laughs> um, I guess there are a lot of really good anime animes this season. Like, everybody has to watch, like, everything. It's just wild. Um, it's just like a gold mine of a season. And... Um, I picked up a new anime that came out a couple years ago. It's called like Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I I remember watching that, remember yeah. that during the season. That was good. That was a good show. It, it's really cool. I really enjoy the animation like mm -hmm. a ton. Um, the story. I'm only like four episodes in. The story is weird, but it like is. It, it is. it's like a weird show. It's fine. <laughs> so. Yeah. No. Yeah, I like it a lot. What were you gonna say, Gail? No, I was just gonna say that that, that that's a it's a very cool show. It's it's more so a comedy, a supernatural comedy. There's not gonna be. I don't think it's. Uh, I'm I'm just letting forewarning you. It's not gonna have like any like super interesting like over the top plot, but it'll be a good comedy. I I I think you'll enjoy it. I think you will. Yeah, it's pretty enjoyable, especially the animation. That's mostly like what's mm -hmm. kept my attention with most of it, but. Yep. Um, yeah, that's what I picked up. So I try to watch Vivi. I try to, but then Funimation doesn't want to work on my TV. So I'm going to have to, you know, watch it some will, other way. I will give you my login. <laughs> I have I have a login. You don't got to well, work. Obviously, you don't it's not work. working. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. I can, like, Chromecast, Chromecast crunch, Crunchyroll, Hulu, like, everything from my phone onto my TV, and it won't freeze. It's just Funimation. And this show is strictly Funimation. So, yeah. Um, but also still waiting for freaking Stone Ocean, the rest of it to come out. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, What's going on? I, I, hey, listen, I said this when we were talking about it in the podcast. I said it. It was a bad idea for them to do these 12 episodes because we're not going to get it. I think we should be getting news next month because, I mean, we're even the TV version, I think, is probably like on episode eight. I would say eight, they should be on episode seven or eight right now. So I assume at the end of next month is when we should be getting news for the either the next batch or when they'll continue on with the next set of episodes, probably. I mean, at that point, they'll have Wait, to continue with the uh, next set of episodes. What's up? Do they do they pause it or is it a two core kind of thing? No. So what happened was Netflix dropped 12 episodes in December, right? Uh, okay. And then the in January, the TV, uh, the TV stations in Japan started airing them from episode one on a weekly basis as per usual, right? Like they normally would. Yeah. So the problem is Netflix hasn't released the second set of, of episodes at all. So what I said in the podcast a couple of weeks back or when we were talking about it, uh, uh, well, I'd say a couple of weeks back, like a month or two ago, I said that they would pretty much just wait for the TV version to catch up and then they'll drop the next set of episodes. And it seems like that's exactly what's happening. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah, it's not that they paused it. It's more so Netflix has paused it while the TV edition catches up, basically. Uh, two Netflix episodes. Netflix just 12. dumped the binge on you, and Japan's like, no, 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 we go, we go week to week. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, but it does make sense. I would prefer it to be week to week compared to that twelve episodes, and then the hype just dies. I mean, I've been speaking to Ignant. He's not watched it at all because he's just like, I don't want the hype to die because I watched twelve episodes and then I'm waiting for like three or four months for the next batch. It just. Even Goresh, even Goresh, I was talking to Goresh because he was questioning like whether uh, episodes were, and it's like, 
yeah, I mean, they're, they're not going to come out to like March. And he's like, it's so stupid because it is stupid that they decided that that was the best way to go about it. I think they wanted to just try and capitalize on the hype of like, oh, yeah, we'll have like a bunch of people watching 12 episodes at once. But then they didn't realize that it would have probably been better for Netflix themselves to have like people coming back to it like every week, maybe. Yeah, no, it's a weird combo. And now I'm getting frustrated mm -hmm. about it because it has been like just sitting there on my anime list. And whenever I go to my list, it is just on my currently watching list. And I, I get a reminder every time that Jojo part six still needs to come out like another like the other episodes need to come out. It just kind of makes me upset. I'm like, where is it? We haven't heard anything. So next month, I hope that is the case because gosh, darn it. I need it. And, um, yeah, the ones that I've been on hold recently have been, like, Food Wars. I'm, like, season three of Food Wars and season three <laughs> of, um, Seven Deadly Sins. So, yeah, mm. I just have some that are, just, like, yeah, in the You don't need to go any one. further in yeah. Seven Deadly Sins. Yeah, just cancel But the only one. reason, the only reason, like, I'm kind of interested in Seven Deadly Sins is the new game that is coming out for Seven Deadly Which Sins. Which will be better animated than anything after some season Probably. I mean, probably. He, he's not wrong. I mean, the current Grand Cross game animates the whole story better than the, uh, the actual yeah, animated. Yeah, it really so. does. I mean, it's not really too difficult for the game itself. The, well, the only issue is, from what I do know, the game itself takes place at a different time period. So I don't know if they'll actually go over the main story in that. Hmm. But, I mean, you could just literally play normal Grand Cross and, you know, just play the story itself rather than, you know, actually getting involved in the whole, you know, PvP. Yeah, because Grand Cross is, is <laughs> Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I still, I mean, I still want to see the downfall of when that... You know that season aired what everyone talks about like meliodas's uh animation oh. and how weird he looks and everything oh, yeah. you'll notice as soon as it comes yeah, you will out you notice when he's it, lying right. in that bed right it's too funny. I, it is so funny I mean, did, you, did, you, did you watch the escanor and uh meliodas fight yet or no um no but escanor oh, you know yeah, has yeah, been there so yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't i, I like assault mode meliodas versus the one is probably one of the worst fight scenes i've ever seen really it's well i'm good. at the beginning of season three like yeah, i just yeah. got to the part with like king and diana they they or diane they just like swapped bodies or swapped like minds uh, okay, or something they're going they're going time skipping back okay yeah so i'm like yeah, I got to that part. That's like the last thing I remember about Seven Deadly Sins, and I do eventually have to put some more time in with it, but I'm just... I have all these other animes I want to watch instead because it is, quite frankly, pretty mid. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, I, I don't like to quit animes, but... Yeah, um... Sometimes you gotta throw that... in the flag, that's what I say. Sometimes you gotta... What'd you say? <laughs> Sometimes you gotta throw in the flag. There's no other option. Yeah. Sometimes the only you time I threw in the flag... Like the only time I threw in the flag was X-Arm, and that oh, was yeah. definitely... <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. was absolutely worth Well, it. that's because that was made by a bunch of 10-year-olds, that's why. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that was. Like, that was, like, definitely... I could only get through one episode, and then I was like, alright, guys, I'm gonna get nauseous if I keep watching this. Like, it's <laughs> so bad. So, yeah, um, yeah, no, I'm, uh, there are so many other animes I want to watch, so I'm gonna, you know, make my way through all of these, uh, but a lot of them are week to week as well, so I'm just kind of, um, <laughs> waiting for Stone Ocean, and One Piece is never gonna end, Ranking of Kings will end in, like, five weeks, and Shingeki no Kyojin, 
I, I don't know how many episodes are um, are uh, left. Five I don't episodes. think anyone after else. today's five? episode it's five. Yes. Uh, but then, five. Okay. But one thing to note as well to those who didn't know, I mentioned in the in the weekly news. Um, the last episode has been delayed by a week, so it'll finish on April third instead of March twenty seventh instead. Really? Um, so hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. They delayed it for a week. Oh. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, guys. Well, let's uh, just go into like the main topics. Uh, definitely the one of the one anime that we have all been watching this season, and we all recently finished um, was Demon Slayer. So, what is everybody's thoughts about the season? I'm gonna start with you, Gail. Very good. I absolutely love the season. I think they absolutely nailed it. I mean, some of it was even better than the movie, which was insane to think. You know, I, I didn't expect it to happen. I thought Mugen Train was going to be the standard for a long time, right? you know? Um, but they absolutely nailed it. And it's a, I was so surprised when that episode 10, uh, you know, uh, when episode 10 dropped and it was so good looking to, and so fun to watch. Um, overall, I enjoyed the season. They absolutely, uh, you know, did Entertainment District Arc the justice it deserved. And I'm very excited because we also did get an announcement for a f- uh, upcoming season as well again. So, you know, the, the the train is rolling. The train is absolutely rolling. But yeah, I love the uh, the one thing that I absolutely loved in this last season for sure is at least we got to see development for all three of the main characters in Tanjiro, Inosuke, and Zenitsu, uh, which was good. I mean, Zenitsu a bit less so because, I mean, he was still asleep for the most part. But it was good to see all three of them have their moments and their time to shine uh, in the episodes, uh, especially towards the end for sure. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really love this announcement for the next season, just showing the two Hashiras that will be like the main focal point. I love that. Um, But yeah, I really enjoyed this season as well. I think we've all just really praised it so much. Um, Every podcast that we talked about this, Um, to be honest, like uh, some people thought that the story was lacking, like it was just pretty. Like people were like the anime just like carry the animation just carried it and it was just pretty and the the story was lacking. Um, what do you think is about that? Um, in all honesty, I I just don't I don't really listen to people like that because like when it comes to people like that, it's just like all they do is just like look for something to na- to nag about, you know. Yeah. It's like they don't really like want to like go into and actually like you know watch it and then you like go be interested in it or like give it a shot. No, when it's something like they find like oh like people are just giving into this hype because it is what it is, then they're just gonna hate on it regardless. So honestly, when I see like comments like that, I just I just tend to just avoid them because it's like it's not it's first off it's gonna be a waste of my time to even read it. Because by the time I finish reading it, I'm gonna be like, well, this person doesn't even really care for it. So what's the point of even like reacting to it? And then I just, you know, go on with my life. But you know, it's it's like it's that's just the world of the anime, you know? It's like yes, it's like a majority of the community are like, you know, very caring, you know, and they really like, want like they're you know, they really want to like get more people into it but then there are those who are just like very very like sticklers and if it's something they don't like they're gonna hate on it regardless and not even give it a chance or like let other people enjoy what they want to enjoy you know right so i definitely take it that you really enjoyed this season of course yeah no this season um this season was actually really good um i again 
Uzui is one of my favorite Hashiras. And to see them, you know, really do him justice, especially the final fight against with uh, Gyotaro, where he's where he legitimately takes his attacks and is just like sees them as musical notes and just going through the motions of knowing exactly what where the blade is going from each swing it, it just did it so well like when you look at it from manga to anime they really held no you know really held no punches because in the manga manga looks a little rough i'm not gonna lie but watching it fully animated it was a whole new thing i just felt like it was like a whole different experience yeah no uh, definitely guys like i can 100 percent say this with confidence with my opinion that i definitely think that anime is better than the manga for demon slayer it's just especially with the way the animation's going my god like what the heck but um it's just crazy that um ufo table did this animation i don't know i hope that they're able to keep it up because you know, there's this, I have this fear that they may not be able to the upcoming seasons now that they've set this standard for them mm -hmm. for Demon Slayer. Like, hopefully we don't see a Meliodas um, Seven Deadly Sins uh, season three for Demon Slayer happen. You know what I mean? So hopefully, hopefully that doesn't happen. But um, Joker, what are your thoughts with Demon Slayer? Um, so I'm, I'll play a little bit of devil's advocate i'm not gonna lie the very f the first like couple episodes of this season i was not the biggest fan of i understand it was world building and, and plot and everything it was just a little slow for me i guess is the best term i can find without yeah I th yeah i think that's just what i'll have to go with but and i wasn't the biggest fan of tengen in the very beginning but as the season went on and not just as the animation got you know more actiony and a lot you know brighter and better but i understood the story a little bit more of what they were going for and it made me enjoy it more as a whole so first first couple episodes a little rough for me by the end of it i i was on the hype train as well i enjoyed every single bit of the last like five episodes uh the last episode was you know it was the calm because the, we've had the action we've had the resolution we've got a little bit of the backstory on Daki and Gutero which I thought was nice. I mean, they I think they do a good job of kind of giving us a sense of how and why they became demons in the first place for all the major antagonists, which I do enjoy because I do like hearing about that. And I, I haven't read the manga at all. So I thought it was a good kind of dive into their backstory. And then I'm yeah, I'm excited for the Swordsmith Village arc because I've heard from a few people that it could be even crazier than this one. Yeah, um, no, we have a lot of really interesting arcs coming up. Gail, yeah. what do you want to share? No, I was just going to say, don't, I, I don't know who you've been talking to because Swordsmith Village arc is more of like, a, there is obviously some a very good interesting scenes, um, especially one with Kanroji, if I do say so myself. Uh, but uh, there is uh, a couple of scenes in there and it, it gives you an idea more about the Hashiras themselves, obviously Tokito and uh, Kanroji as well. Um, but to be honest, I wouldn't, you know, fully go into Swordsmith Village Arc expecting, like, craziness because I genuinely, I mean, Is can probably agree with me on this. It is a bit more of an interlude kind of arc where they're basically setting up the next two arcs are pretty much set up for the finale, basically. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily go in completely expecting, like, the world out of a season three. 
or, or the Swordsmith Village arc, uh, as they're calling it, which I like. I love the way they've been denominating all these seasons. It just makes it so much easier to go to like, okay, I want to watch this arc. I can just go and type in like Demon Slayer Entertainment District arc or Mugen Train arc and stuff. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited. I mean, I'm excited for the next upcoming season, but I wouldn't go into it with expectations that this is going to be even better than the Entertainment District arc because Entertainment District, uh, District arc is pretty much the peak of Demon Slayer until like the finale where we get a bunch of the fights obviously between the Demon Slayers and you know the uh, upper moons obviously inevitably okay I will say this yeah I will say though the, the next episode the first episode that we get the start of it is going to be absolutely insane because they didn't include a certain sequence in this last episode which I kind of was disappointed about um, obviously, we saw Akaza, you know, being at the Infinity Castle, right? And he was called there. The, it, it was basically supposed to be a Zoom meeting between all the Upper Moons. They didn't do that in the last episode. So that's what I think they're going to start off with next episode and put it as like, you know, put, put their meat on the table basically for uh, for that episode. And, you know, that'll be the big opener. I forget, what rank is Akaza? Uh, he's Upper uh, Moon three. 3. Okay. Yeah, it's like going off of what Gail said. Um, yeah, no, the Swordsmith Village arc is, is just legitimately like nothing too crazy. It's just, all right, this is a lull in between what's going to happen. Like after, like obviously after everything that happened in today, District arc, then they go into a lull with the Swordsmith uh, with the Swordsmith Village arc, only because they want to set up for basically like the finales, like because the next like. The next ones are actually going to be the biggest ones besides the Entertainment District arc, where it comes to in terms of fight, um, story, like a bunch of stuff that's going to be going on. And I like now going back, like now thinking back of it, like I think the sequence of the whole entire meeting being in that season would do a little bit more better. So that way it'll get people at least a little bit, you know, hype for what's going to happen instead of like having like it be a cliffhanger and then just now we go to the swordsmith village arc where like basically like virtually almost like nothing besides like the lull of plot moves on yep mm-hmm. yeah i just just getting back to this season this past season mm-hmm. i really do think it was incredible and i also want to mention like a lot of the criticism I believe that comes from Demon Slayer is because it is massively popular and you can't go into like an anime store or something and not see um, Demon Slayer merch or Demon Slayer manga, something like that. And I do think a lot of the criticism that comes with Demon Slayer is just because it is like just just amazingly popular and make a ton of money with Mugen Train. Um and I'm just I just want to say this because it's such a pet peeve of mine because it's like it's a re- there's a reason it's popular there's a reason why a lot of people love it um I don't know do you guys think it's overrated still or do you think um like it's it, it's like amazing and deserves all this hype what do you think I think people are going to hate anything that's overly popular just just to hate it, just to get some attention online. Because if anyone who was actually a fan of anime saw the season as a whole, don't think they'd be saying the same thing. Yeah. Unless they just want to be trolls. 
All right, Mr. Static over there. <laughs> uh, no, are you static? He's staticky, right? For just for anybody. Yeah, else? he is. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Just, just. Uh, I would say if you can, just probably try and leave and join back in. Maybe that probably will help. Um, but yeah, no. I was gonna say, say as well. I think you know there is obviously going to be like a little bit of hate. Like the one thing people forget is that Euphoria don't do that many shows. At, like period. Like all they've done previously is like. Karno Kyokai or Garden of Sinners they've done the fate stuff and now obviously Demon Slayer those are their primary shows right um so it's not as if like this is something that Euphoriable you know just randomly picked up or something or they got paid a lot of money to do right they definitely wanted to do it and you can see the uh, passion and uh, affection they have for it with how much they promoted and everything on their social medias and stuff um so first and foremost if they if people think that's the reason why then don't don't, don't that's not the reason why uh you know they picked up demon slayer for sure if they, it's just because of the money or something they saw potential in it and you can see the potentials being realized the other thing is that while it does not have a i i understand like people's desire for a complex story but sometimes simple works and demon slayer is the perfect example of like simple actually working really really well right um so to be honest I personally think it's really good. I don't know if I would classify it as the greatest of all time, but with the records it's broken, you know, the uh like I think it like I saw a tweet yesterday. It was 18 weeks straight at number 1. Like 18 weeks. Every week it's aired an episode. It's been at top position on the Japanese television rankings. That's not mm. that's not easy to do. That is absolutely not easy to do, especially with how much anime airs over there, right? So credit where it's due they've absolutely nailed nailed it the animation has been fantastic the story is good um and especially the Japanese absolutely adore that story there's a reason why it sells so well over there it's just got good, it's got a good overall thing going for it so i can see the arguments for it being a goat personally not for me but i think the hate is definitely overrated and people just want to find a way to like like uh is mentioned earlier on people want to find a way to kind of nitpick um the story and stuff like try and find like holes and uh, what not it's good it is good it's simple yes it's uh, it's going to have its holes i mean what shonen doesn't but i think you know where words do they've absolutely nailed the rest of it which is more than enough i think personally 100% like it is definitely simple um but enjoyable and you know when things get too complicated in a show like sometimes attack on titan can get kind of confusing when i'm watching it i like read the manga and everything and like yeah. mm-hmm. um a lot of the you know nuances and s- things that connect with each other kind of have left my brain and i don't remember a lot so when i'm watching like attack on titan now i'm just like what the heck i i'm like so freaking confused so it's so nice to sometimes just like go to a simple anime show with nice animation and i can just be like wow pretty amazing i love this and then yeah <laughs> um yeah. but yeah i, I think anyway. aot is the perfect example because both aot and demon slayer well they didn't end around the same time but like a, there was a few months between the two and uh you know people obviously had their thoughts about the demon slayer ending which i thought was personally fine right but then you look at the aot ending and you, you had like the most like you know it's splitting opinions ever you had people who stand still stand by it and then you have the people who absolutely hate it and that's what happens when you have like such a complex story where people are going to have their thoughts about it and you know it's just going to have like very 
very, very divisive opinions. And I think Demon Slayer, while yes, people had their qualms about the ending, for the most part, it was resolved very nicely, in my opinion. Um, the ending, I don't, I, w I won't spoil how it resolved, but it resolved very nicely, in my opinion, and it had less of a debacle than how the AOT ending had, which was like Twitter was on fire that day. I still remember mm -hmm. that. That was. That was a horror. <laughs> Bro, I still remember when Choco and I did the video for the ending and we got attacked for it because we absolutely, well, I've tried to defend it a little bit, but Choco was going off on it and it was so funny to see the comment section. It was so good. Um, yeah. But... Uh, okay, the dog agrees as well. He, he's like, yeah, that's what happened, bro. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. No, 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 you're good, bro. Um, honestly, I think it, I, I think I, I would prefer a, a simple, effective story versus a complex story that just falters at the end because it's just got you get you start thinking of so many different things and people start head cannoning a lot of things. So everybody's gonna have a different opinion, and that's just where things go wrong uh, terribly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like someone said in the sorry, but someone said this. Uh, where was it? It was uh oh yeah, the actual full plot of the manga is extremely basic, but the stories that take place in with the, that take place within the simple plot is what makes the story good. Which essentially it makes a lot, which is very true because if you look at One Piece, very simple plot of find the One Piece, right? That's literally like the that's literally the whole entire plot of One Piece is Luffy trying to find the One Piece, trying to be the King of the Pirates. But every story that's taking place within the plot is what makes it a lot better. So that's mm -hmm. that's something that's also very true. Cause like if you have something that's very complicated, and then not only do you have that complication, you add more story to that complication, it just it just doesn't mesh well as opposed to, hey, here's a simple plot. And now here's stories within that simple plot that can be complicated, but they make sense. So yeah, well, it's not just the plot. I think it's also just the characters too. Like yeah. you said, One Piece has a very simple story, and they have very simple arcs. But what makes One Piece so incredible is one, the world building, and two, the characters themselves. And that's what people like to focus on. That's what I'm really focused on. Like, yes, I do want to get to the One Piece and see what happens but the crew like the crew has my heart and i love them so much so um you know i that's kind of another thing where i think attack on titan falters like the characters um some i think during like the early stage of, of attack on titan they were great but now that we're getting to like the last season and everything i know everything is pretty dreadful but like the characters are just kind of not doing it for me um but it's a very complex story with an amazing with amazing twists and turns but the the characters are just not it for me anymore um but that those are just some examples of what we're talking about um but voice now? no no still staticky so we're gonna segue into another very popular anime that's gonna be coming out soon it's Jujutsu Kaisen season two mm -hmm. um so we just want to talk about our expectations our predictions and our thoughts and Mappa returning to uh animate this show so Gail what are your thoughts on Jujutsu Kaisen season two I'm very excited about it. I mean, we still have a while to wait for it. It's 2023, um, but the movie is coming out in March, of course, for those living in America. 
I have no idea when I'm getting it. So I have to just wait and wait and watch. Uh, you guys go watch it. Um, but no, I'm very excited about sec the second season. Of course, things are going to get very, very spicy uh, in the upcoming season. Of course, um, we still have no other information. We literally just know it's on 2023. No idea on the season. No idea on what arcs are going to be animated. Apart from, well, Gojo's past, which we know is definitely going to get animated because that's the immediate next arc, right? Um... So yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited about it because if they do decide to cover the Shibuya incident arc, um, I'm very, that's going to be extremely hype. Like that's going to be like absolutely peak fiction for sure on anime. Um, but obviously we still don't know. We have no idea. I expect them to do a similar formula to like how Demon Slayer did where it's eight episodes of Gojo's past and then the rest is Shibuya. We'll have to wait and see on that. But yeah, also rest in peace mapo workers they're still they're gonna be never seeing their families again uh i at this point i don't know how much how many shows they're working on at this point but it's i swear like above 20 shows in one yeah i think it's at this point i've seen like 20 to 25 shows in the last two years alone like but it's ridiculous they're very popular shows too like yep. they're not just like little projects they're super popular shows with big followings with big marketing and a lot of people anticipating a lot of stuff from mapa so I, I don't know what the hell they're doing, what they're putting in their employees' drinks, because it's just like, um, uh, HR, are you guys there? What's going on? <laughs> are you going to help these guys? Are you, are you gonna <laughs> I don't know if you saw, by the way, um, uh, I saw a tweet earlier on, I think this was last week. Uh, and I mean, this is something that I mentioned as well. I quote tweeted and, and said it as well. Like, this is unfortunately just how the anime industry is. But it's especially so noticeable on MAPPA. And it's not a funny thing, unfortunately, because there, there was this one employee who was working on AOT, I think it was. And they said, uh, and they said that they hadn't gone home in three days. So, yeah, I did yeah, see that tweet too. Director. Yeah, it was the yeah. director, I think. And I was just like, bro, it's not funny because it's just like super tragic. And 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 the only studio that I know that doesn't do this is KyoAni. Kyoto Animations is very good. Like, I don't know how they managed to nail this formula and, you know, managed to, you know, absolutely be for the employees than any other anime studio. But it needs to be an industry standard as to how Kyoto Animation works because... They're the only studio that is capable of making sure their employees are working to their best capabilities without overworking them. Um, so yeah, I, 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 MAPPA is hopefully with this being a noticeable thing for MAPPA, I hope this, you know, comes into light. But with how many people apparently stand MAPPA, I think it's just not going to be the way on that way, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean... I'm uh, it makes sense for Kyoto Animation to be like so um I don't know they care about their employees and stuff because they take their time like putting out seasons and making stuff but I don't know I think a lot of people are questioning MAPPA right now and it's yeah. very very interesting um I uh, wish we could get like a behind the scenes and people would come out yeah. about the working conditions or something but yeah. we, it's just silent it's just a weird complex I don't even think it's the dark, uh, dark truth, uh, Plock Rock. I think it's just the plain truth. I think that's it's it's an open truth at this point. Everybody knows about it. It's just that they there's nothing to counteract that at this point in time. There's no laws enforced or anything of that sort, right? It's that's the big shame, uh, unfortunately, um, because I I feel like like I said I think Kyoani needs to be the industry standard, but will it be? 
unless rules and and for law law enforcement's come into place and i doubt it unfortunately it's not going to happen yeah um but just going back to jujutsu kaisen i mean yeah like honestly i think i need to rewatch season 1 because i can barely like remember anything that happened especially if this is going to be coming out in 2023 good lord like yeah i just remember the dope ending song and like the good songs during the openings and stuff <laughs> but other than that plot wise there's not much i remember besides like you know gojo and some characters and the fingers and all that so <laughs> that is definitely gonna be a rewatch for me but yeah. i mean like honestly i don't really i'm uh, i'm not that hyped about jujutsu kaisen i don't really care that much for it um yeah, I don't know. I think it, this comes from people overhyping it to me. Um, when it first came out last year, that's that was literally all people were talking about. Jujutsu Kaisen, you should watch it, blah, blah, blah. Like I did, but I just couldn't see anything very special about it. I thought it was okay. Um, which doesn't mean it. I didn't think it was I didn't think it was bad. Like some people get so up in arms about you saying something is okay, but yeah, I thought it was pretty, it was good, decent, but nothing amazing. So I I feel kind of indifferent about it. Yeah, no, I can understand that because to me as well, like initially, I, I, I started appreciating JJK a little bit more in the second half of the season. I think the second half of the season picked up quite a lot for sure. But I do understand where people come from in terms of like JJK can be, a the first season can be a little bit like, you know, basic at its core, I think, for, for the most part. I, I do agree with that. Um, I enjoyed it, though, but I do understand definitely where people come from for that because I definitely can see it as well from your perspective as well, for sure. Um, yeah, just starting it in the thick of everyone hyping it up was just yeah. probably my mistake. Uh, yeah. But Iz, what are your thoughts about it? Um, Honestly, I I am a really big uh, Jujutsu Kaisen fan. Um like it's really awesome to see like the anime like you know i feel bad for mappa studios employees let's bring that back real quick i feel really bad because they get no breaks but i mean it's sad that it is what it is but them like being able to bring the pages of the manga to life especially like during like the fights and stuff like that really goes to show like they really want to like at least outdo themselves with the animation and you know Jujutsu Kaisen like you know the manga like the manga itself it's like even some of those fights like they feel very alive and the author really wants to make sure that he does everything correctly within the story and within the manga panels so with all that coming into season two i know mampo will still do it justice and i'm really excited because obviously like the shibuya incident in arc and obviously gojo's past those were really good turning points in the story and the plot line especially like with everything that happens afterwards like going on in the manga it just really goes to show that um this is will like they will do Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Season two, going back, you know what? Going back, season two, it definitely will be amazing. And season two will definitely show that the that the story itself is really good to those who are in the doubt of it or who are still in 
you know who are still teetering of wanting to fully watch it or just like completely dropping it on the face of the planet mm-hmm. yeah no i know that like jujutsu kaisen has like really great elements to it and there's so many people that love it just like i don't know why it just hasn't like i don't know connected with me in that way but um yeah joker what do you what are your thoughts about it well, let's test my volume and my. You're audio. good now, you, yay! You sound much better. Oh than me. my god, thank you. <laughs> um, Stacy, I'm kind of on the lines with you where I, <laughs> I haven't watched it yet because I've also been a little too overhyped on it, and everyone around me is telling me, "Oh, it's awesome! Oh, it's amazing! Oh, it's great!" And I was like, "Is it though?" Yeah. Like I, I've seen I think the first episode, and I kind of didn't fall in love with it. <laughs> I don't know. It it just didn't hook me as much as I thought it would based on everyone saying how amazing it was and I never carried it on. So I I don't really understand what's going on. I don't know what the Shibuya arc is more than just knowing what Shibuya is from playing Persona. Um, mm-hmm. So I maybe I'll give it a rewatch and maybe I'll actually sit down and take the time to dive into it. But I don't know if... Uh, that'll be soon or if I'll just have to binge it right before season two drops. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to have to get a reminder about it. It's just, I don't know, guys. Um, Hopefully my sentiments about it will change in the future, but I know a lot of people love it and they love it for a reason. So um, I I, I don't know. I'm kind of also interested in picking up the manga for it because a lot of people say the manga is absolutely fire. So maybe that's the way I should consume it. (laughs) One thing I wanted to add as well, you know, because I wanted to check out how Ufotable's uh, working conditions were, you know, because obviously they only pick up like a couple of shows per year and stuff, right? Uh, not even a couple of shows, but like one show a year, basically. So you guys know about how they tax evaded, right? This this article came back out in like uh, 28th December, right? Uh, Demon Slayer yeah. Studio Head blames awful working conditions for breaking tax laws. So... The reason why, uh, if our works do not become a hit, we will not be able to pay our staff salaries or recoup the production costs. I wanted to reserve a sufficient amount of cash so that I wouldn't have to worry about working capital in case something happened. I mean, that's a good reason like to it. tax evade if there's any, <laughs> if there's a reason for it, to be fair. Um, so at least we know that, I mean, at least some studios do realize that, like Affordable as well, but it's just a, like... Studios like MAPPA really need to buckle up quite a lot in terms of that. I mean, like, Ufotable at least only has, like, a show a year, basically, and maybe a couple of extra things, you know, like, game cutscenes and stuff. But, yeah, it's... Tales of Arise. Tales of Arise, yeah, they do stuff for Tales, the Tales series and stuff. But, I mean, yeah, like I said, I think, you know, with, like, uh, KyoAni and Ufotable to an extent, it seems like, at least we have some studios that are doing a good job, but... Studios like MAPPA, JC staff, and stuff like that, it's just it's just terrible. But that's just an add-on I wanted to have because I wanted to look at look online and see if there was anything that uh, in terms of like Ufotable and whatnot as well. I mean, the working conditions aside, you know, obviously being bad, but you can you can liken it to a video game studio during crunch yeah. time. Yeah. They pretty much go through the same thing where they mm-hmm. don't leave their desks. They sleep under their desks and for like the last like three months of game production before release because they need to finish that game and you know they have a they have a hard deadline from their producers from yep. all the, the wholesalers and everything yep. and they have things to meet and it it's not healthy yeah. mm-hmm. but no, that literally become... happens to manga cause too manga yeah. cause like 
anybody I think that works in sort some sort of anime entertainment <clears throat> entertainment industry, gaming, whatever in Japan. Uh, even if you wor work a normal desk job in, J in Japan, you get worked to death. Like their work culture is absolutely horrible. Like yeah. uh, they have like a whole word for it. Like it's like something about working to death. Like the people literally die because they're working so hard. Um, it's it's so it, it's crazy the culture there. But yeah, even um, when I went to Microsoft Studios, they were telling me about it. So it's it's not even like foreign based. It it all of this happens everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's not, not just good. limited to Japan. And it, it's it's become so frequent that it's until, you know, uh, MAPPA came forward and people were actually talking about it on social media and having it gain traction. It was just kind of accepted that, oh, you're in you're in this kind of entertainment production business. Suck it up. Yeah, no, it's definitely a major, major problem. And uh, that's why, as consumers of manga and anime, we have to be nice to these animators and we have to be nice to these mangakas that work so hard tirelessly. They miss out on family events, family gatherings, family everything, or just like everyday life. life. Um, yeah, they miss it on life um, to give us content to read or to watch rag on yeah and just yeah just for us to rag on them about like a shitty ending or crappy animation or something like that um yeah. you know which you know they're not safe from criticism but a lot of them do work so extremely hard and some people feel so entitled when you know they watch anime and stuff to get the best of the best it's like go you know cut people some slack you know yeah so i mean yeah. it was the same thing i mean we'll talk about it in just a second with dragon ball i mean yesterday the amount of disrespect i saw being thrown on stream for what oh, they were boy. showing was uh, <laughs> uh it was disappointing to see honestly like i geek went off on people bro he was not very happy with everybody's oh just, did like, he yeah he was not happy with like how the the chat was talking about like the dbs stuff yesterday because, I mean, really? yeah, we'll talk about it, of course, in just a second. But, yeah, people just need to give a little bit more respect to the creators. Like, like even if you, you may not enjoy it, don't keep ragging on Twitter or any social media about it. Because it's just like, okay, we understand you didn't like it. Don't have to keep saying it again and again and again every single day kind of thing, right? Say it mm -hmm. once and then move on with life kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, we're going to move on to our last topic, which is the Dragon Ball superhero um, superhero movie um, that will be coming out. Uh, you said, I think, in March or April for Japan or April for Japan. April. Yes. Uh, and then in the summer for Americans, I believe, or just yes. worldwide. Yeah. Uh, Americans. Okay. They said just America. We do know yeah, that. Just uh, North America. Yeah, we do know that the well, we do know one more release. I think it's for Thailand. Um, it's supposed to be on June 22nd, uh, for them. So I would assume our release date should be around there as well for North America and other regions as well. So mm, around June to July, I mean, it is the summertime, so it would make sense. Give or take a two to three month break as well, uh, or two to three month gap between JP, uh, JP's release as well as the worldwide release makes sense again with how other shows have been doing and stuff. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, like, what are your guys' overall sentiments with what we have seen so far? Are you nervous or are you confident with the stuff we've seen so far for this movie? I'll go first, I guess. I, I, I think I'm semi-confident. It does look good from what we've seen so far. Um, obviously, this is a completely fresh animation take, right? I think that's the main focus. They talk mainly about the animation as well, right? 
So to me, yeah. I think they've done a good job with the CGI so far, of course, right? I mean, this is only trailers. They usually like make sure the trailers are ready from the get-go. That's what every animation studio, you know, even movies like Hollywood movies and stuff do the same. They make sure whatever's ready, that's what they show. Now the rest of it is something we'll have to wait and see for ourselves and see if it's any good. Uh, because CGI is definitely a little bit more of a tricky sort of um, style to go with. You know, it's not like an easy task to, uh, you know, make CGI pop really well. We've seen in past shows, they've done a really good job with it or they've really done a bad job with it. Um, Dragon Ball Super Broly's, if we take Broly CGI as an example, obviously this was when they first only started doing it. It was hit or miss, in my opinion. Sometimes it hit, sometimes it was really questionable and really, really noticeable. Um, so to be honest, as long as they've managed to perfect it, you know, they took their time with it and worked on it, I think I'm I'm all all for it and it looks good so far. So I think I'm okay with it. I'm kind of, uh, I guess, nervously confident, I suppose is the best way to put it. Uh, I'm going to go in excited nonetheless. You know, I'm going to go in, ex in excited for the movie. You know, we're finally getting an older Trunks and Goten, which finally, hallelujah, it only took, what, 20 years since Dragon Ball Z ended or Dragon Ball GT ended to finally get an older one. But the only issue I have with the movie so far, and I mean, Geek is right that they'll start ramping up the advertisements and promotion for it in the next few months. I do feel the lack of promotion is definitely hitting, but I I feel that's more so down to the lack of uh, word of mouth because when Broly came out or when Broly was being promoted or, well, I wouldn't say promoted necessarily, when Broly was being, you know, in preparation for release and, you know, we were getting... Uh, crumbs of information i think the word of mouth for that movie was much higher people were excited about it because it was a broly returning b it was a fight between goku vegeta and broly and everybody was theorizing like oh you know we're probably gonna get fusions why are they showing uh fusion reborn again in cinemas why are they showing bardock again in cinemas and stuff like that so people were kind of you know talking about it regularly the problem with superhero is one they haven't talked about it too much nor have they you know leaked anything necessarily and c or, or sorry b we also haven't been speaking about it that much generally as well which i think is the problem with the lack of like promotion and why people aren't very like in the know about the movie so yeah that's for for me uh one of the reasons why i'm like i i will be excited to go see the movie but i can also see why people are nervous about the movie as well yeah, I mean, I'm positive about it. I would like to be positive about it. It's hard to, you know, have some crazy opinions about something um, just from seeing snippets about it. Uh, so I'm with you there. Honestly, I'm trying to keep myself from watching too much stuff about it because I kind of want to go in sort of blindly. But I do know some information coming out kind of like um, a lot of people are questioning if Cell is actually going to be featured in the movie. So is what do you think about this do you think cell is gonna show up <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know maybe who knows, I, <laughs> who it's, knows? it's one of those uh it, it's honestly one of those uh dragon ball copium fans type deal but um <laughs> to be fair with the stuff that we've been getting though it's like who knows like anything can happen um like obviously android 21 which she was announced right i think she's in the movie or no not? no no, no. She, she's not announced she's no. not announced it's the she, same situation she, people are expecting yeah, her to she, be there though yeah because i know uh, she got re she got announced for for the fighter z pass yeah but i mean who knows like i mean it might be because 
at the end of the day it's just everyone's like trying to pick at away at something so again all we have to do is just wait you know just you know when the movie comes out watch it and then go ahead and say what you like about it but at the like as of right now it's like no one can really necessarily have a say of this movie is going to be terrible because it doesn't have xyz in it blah blah because blah, again we don't know anything and then going back mm-hmm. to the cg animation that's always cg animation is always a hit or miss it's either it does really Definitely. well or it doesn't and mm-hmm. with with how they're like showing like in the trailers the cg they're not showing too much um there so which is a good thing but also a bad thing because then it goes they're not showing too much because they might think oh our anime this cgi is going to look bad you know let's not show the trailers but it might be oh the cg is looking good but we don't want to spoil the fans too much on how well the cg is going to be so see like there's only like there's only two roads you can go with that so honestly I've like I, like Kengen Asha was one of the very like was one of the very first um, CG animes that I've watched like fully and I've loved um, and it fit that CG style animation so and then obviously with X arms in that CG style animation <laughs> and being completely terrible oh god <laughs> um, that's why you say it's always uh, it's always going to be a like which road is it going to take hopefully dragon ball with how much money it garners and like with all the studios behind it the cg animation is actually going to be at least at least decent at best if not better because i if if it's if it's terrible it is going to go down as one of the biggest things in anime history of a very huge property trying something new and then just fumbling the bag completely Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you guys think story-wise it'll be good? You know, all animations aside, like, do you think the story will be pretty solid with Trunks, with us seeing like Go- Trunks and Goten return and actually like growing up a bit? Um, do you think you know that's pretty exciting and there's going to be some interesting story and plot going on? They haven't really yeah, dropped too much story except for we have the few human people and then we have gamma one and two mm-hmm. and other than that we don't really know the outline of what's going on here people are speculating that they've kidnapped pan and that's why gohan's fighting in the first place there's a whole bunch of speculation about you know them trying to revive you know cell or some new android i it it's really hard to tell right now because they haven't really put out a lot of promotion for it, which yeah. Gail and Iz have talked about already. It's just that we knew what Broly was about. We knew what that movie was going to be way yeah. in advance. And for this one, the I'm not sure if they've intentionally marketed it less to keep us all in the dark or if they're doing a poor job of it. I don't know. But I'm hesitant with what the plot is actually going to be yeah well i feel like the main thing with this movie guys is we have to be patient it's hard to speculate anything about it because they're not giving us much about it and maybe that might be a good thing i think it might be a pleasant surprise um i think the worst thing would be to get our expectations up and we go in absolutely disappointed so maybe it's a good thing that they're keeping things low-key especially on the early days so um yeah I, I i feel like with that one thing I want to add as well 
is uh i kind of like the approach they've taken though at the same time is uh especially with how things have become supremely intergalactic especially in the most recent arcs and how the recent arcs <laughs> haven't been amazing universes everywhere yeah I, well especially in the manga more so the last two arcs oh, okay uh, moro was a complete mess towards the end and then granola has been okay to decent uh to be honest, I'm kind of glad that they're probably trying a different approach and sticking to Earth this time around. Albeit, it is kind of weird that Red Ribbon Army, out of everything, is challenging these effective god-level, yeah, god-level <laughs> uh, beings. Um, so I don't know. It is kind of weird, but at the same time, I kind of appreciate the fact that it is more chill. Uh, you know, it's a bit more chill. It's a bit more mm -hmm. on Earth. It's more down to earth i suppose i mean I, I i i kind of it is it is literally down to earth so i am less galactic destruction more yeah. kind of just i mean let's still, just handle things i think here. there's still going to be a lot of destruction and galactic level attacks but i mean it's going to be more chill it's going to be on earth instead yeah instead of it being on like a circular arena or like some random planet it's going to be more on yeah. earth so it's fine i'm okay with it yeah I mean, yeah, there's really not much to expect right now with it. Um, but I think if you guys... This is going to be a canon story, isn't it? Do we yes, know that? Yes, yes, yes. It is a canon story. So you guys, you know, who have been reading the manga and everything would know better than anybody how this would go. So hopefully, you know, they do a good job with it. I guess it's just something we have to wait and see. But yeah, guys, any final thoughts before we wrap up this podcast? I would like to see an original villain. I don't want to see Cell come back. Yeah. Someone mentioned someone mentioned in Definitely. chat, imagine reusing the same enemy for like two decades. It's like, yeah. I mean, they've reused yeah. yeah. already. I mean, it's not yeah, yeah. Dragon Ball like Super, the biggest During, problem yeah. with Dragon Ball Super is it's a nostalgia train. Like, at least GT had its original ideas and concepts. But if you look at Super, a lot of it is pretty much either reused or like basically copy-pasted from like other series. Is like... You look at Goku Black, copy from Baby Vegeta. You look at Frieza, they reuse them. Jiren is basically Batman, Sasuke story combined together, basically. Uh, it, yeah. th there's nothing been original about DBS, unfortunately. It's been very, like, copy-paste. And it's one of the reasons why I personally prefer GT over Super. But that's a topic for another day uh, entirely. Mm -hmm. So, um, no, I, I I mean, it is, it is how it is. Uh, that's how DBS has been. Um, we should just got to enjoy it and run with the ride, I suppose. Yeah, the director no, I, did mention during the live stream for Battle Hour that he, they were trying their best to bring in new generation of you know of viewers, which and while also appealing to the old generation, which appealing to the old generation is having all the returning cast members on you know on on the Z Fighter side. But yeah. as far as bringing in a new wave, I mean. Yes, Gohan or Goten and Trunks are aged up. Pan's a little older. Cool. They're moving away from Goku Vegeta a little bit into Gohan. Fine. But I think that for them to really succeed in that aspect would be to bring in a new villain that then they could keep reusing for, you know, two decades again. <laughs> exactly. Um, mm -hmm. The one thing I will say is somebody asked what's wrong with Evil Goku. I like Evil Goku. This is just the problem. He was the master. That's my it's only boring. issue with him. <laughs> I didn't really care it was Evil Goku. I think the problem was the direction they took with it instead. So, yeah, no, that's just me, though. Um, no, we can go ahead and wrap up if you want. Uh, unless it's, you have something to say? No, I don't really have anything to say. I mean, you guys pretty much said what I was going to say. Um, but, yeah, it's just... 
at the end of the day, I just hope for something good. All right. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm hoping for. Copium, something good. Yeah, I think we all are hoping that, but try not to be too pessimistic, guys. I think it might be a pleasant surprise for all of us, honestly, because it's like the first Dragon Ball or like new Dragon Ball movie we've gotten in a, a while or just like anything new to watch for a long time. So I am I'm personally excited about it. I would I, I just I think it's something we should be excited about, not be so pessimistic about, but. Alrighty, I think that's gonna wrap up our episode for this week. Thank you all for showing up. We really, really appreciate it. If you guys have any sort of topics you want us to cover, um, make sure you uh, tweet at us on Twitter or something like that. Talk about it in the Discord. We are gladly gonna look at that. But thank you guys so much for watching and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Goodbye. <laughs>